Welcome into the Down the Road Podcast. I'm Nick Gronowitz, voice of your Lakeland Magic. Thanks for joining us on yet again another episode of the pod. We've got a great one set up for you here. We're going back inside the NBA bubble. We talked to Vic Law last time, and today we are going to talk to Wes Iwandu, a second-round pick of the Orlando Magic in 2017, played nine games with the inaugural Lakeland Magic team in the 2017-2018 season, and now uh, he's with the big club, and he's inside the bubble, uh, and they are headed to the postseason. Let's get Wes Iwandu on here now. Wes, I, I appreciate the time, man. Uh, thank you. How You guys are coming off a win as we're talking right now over the New Orleans Pelicans, so you got to be doing pretty good. How you doing? Yeah, man. I'm uh, feeling a lot better waking up this morning with the win, man. But, um, you know, just hanging in there, man, and, um, you know, seeing what we got ahead of us, you know, going towards playoffs. Yeah, you got Milwaukee coming. We're going to talk about that. Now, I did – I did catch you during breakfast, which I think is appropriate because one of the biggest talking points inside the bubble has been the food. So what's on what's on the menu today for breakfast for Wes Iwandu? So actually, man, I had uh, walked over to a restaurant on a resort. Um, I just got some pancakes, man, you know, with some uh, turkey bacon and some hash browns, man. Something light. But, you know, uh, since, since we you know, first got on campus, man, the food has actually upgraded 10 times. As much I would say, man. So it's uh not too bad, and I think you know a lot of people are getting used to it now. So yeah, so so what happened there? So you guys went into quarantine when it started, and that's when we got all the when we got all the photos. We got the Rajon Rondo Motel Six, the whole thing mm-hmm. that was going mm-hmm. on there. So the food when you guys were quarantined was different. Exactly, man. It kind of was like the uh, cold cut sandwiches, you know, like the packaged carrots, you know, kind of you know that. That feeling we was having, like, we was taking almost a uh, administration school test. You know, uh, lunch, the lunch they give us for the test in school, man, that's kind of how it was. But like I said, it got a lot better once we got out of the uh, stay-in-the-room quarantine. Well, that's good. That's what I was thinking. If you were taking a sales seminar at the Orange County Convention Center or something <laughs> like that, and, and there was food provided, yeah. you get the little box that's got the the sandwich in it that's been steamed down or something. So I'm glad exactly. the food, I'm glad the food has gotten better for you, uh, Wes. Uh, let, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about what else has been going on inside the bubble. I've been hearing about all of these activities. Mm-hmm. Guys have been playing golf. Guys have been playing ping pong. What what has Wes Huandu been been filling his time with? Uh, I've been getting my Michael Phelps on, man. You know, I've been in the pool a lot, uh, trying to get my swimming routines down. But, you know, it's, it's so hot out here, man. It's uh, Like you said, we have the golfing. Um, they even added bowling some, you know, a few weeks back. But, you know, my main thing is just been catching some sun in the pool, man, and just getting a few laps around the pool, which haven't been too bad. A little bit of downtime. That's nice. So, have you? Are are you? Are you a big swimmer? Do you do you swim a lot? Have you just learned how to swim? I know we talked to, on the podcast. We talked with Emil Jefferson, and he was learning how to swim when uh, mm-hmm. when we talked to him. So, what about you? I would say I'm in the same boat, man. You know, I'm I'm from Houston, it's a little water around us, but my swimming technique can get a, about ten times better, man. So, you know, I kind of just uh, yeah, I've been working on my swimming techniques. Um, underwater, you know, on top of water, whatever. Just try to get things done when I got to face the ocean again and go snorkeling. There you, you know, go. Some of my teammates, man. <laughs> the ocean's no. The ocean's a completely different animal. I mean, when you're in the pool, it's one oh, thing. Man. You get out of the ocean, it gets scary real quick. Oh, it's real scary, man. That's nothing to play with out there. But um, yeah, man, it's always fun, though, man. It's always good times. Good. Uh, so you guys have been in the bubble now for. 
what are we going on now? A little over a month, right? You got in there right around July, yeah. like July 11th or something. Um, what has right. it been? What has it been like being away from from family and friends for this long and just being around your team? Uh, it's been tough. You know, it's been a tough. Uh, but you know, having our teammates around, you know, all of us stand pretty much in the same hallway of the resort. Uh, helps out a lot, you know, with not having our family or even some of my teammates not having their kids. Um, just being around, you know, even the other teams and having the activities kind of help us keep our minds away from, you know, that part of not having our family, man. It's tough, but, you know, also basketball is, is also a big help to that too, staying busy with basketball, man. So, like I said, it's not bad, man, but um, I think guys are learning to adjust, you know, and find ways through it. Yeah, no doubt. Um, that is has ha, what it what is. Have there been any shenanigans inside the bubble? Have there been some practical jokes? Guys having fun with one another? Anything? Any interesting interesting stories you can share? <laughs> um, you know, so like we we have our trash. Like we get food, and you know, once we're done with it, they tell us to set all our trash and bags outside in the hallway. So you know, some guys they took it upon themselves to uh, play a little game of whenever they bring their trash in the hallway. They like to, uh, you know, mess with somebody else and put the trash on either someone's door handle or just, you know, set a lot of bags in front of someone's door, man. That's a funny joke, you know. So that's kind of what's been going on lately. I think Kel has been the main culprit behind the thing. Oh. I got to gotta keep my eyes on Markel, man. He's a little sneaky one running around here. But it's uh, just all fun and games, man. You know, just trying to keep the, the vibes good and, and going, you know, while we last in here. Yeah, Markel, Markel would have been, been a guy – High on the list. I, I I probably would have put Aaron Gordon number one for whatever reason. I don't know what it is about AG, but I think I would have put him number one and then probably Markel uh, two or three. Yeah, AG not too far behind, man. You got to keep eyes on AG too, man. So them guys are all in the same boat. Well, that's awesome. Wes Uwandu joining us here, Down the Road Podcast. Uh, Wes, let me... Let's let's get to let's get to the court here at least a little bit. Um, you guys mm-hmm. just finished up bubble play. You beat New Orleans last night, as I mentioned. So you guys go three and five in the bubble. You're the eight seed. You're going to play mm-hmm. Milwaukee. We'll get to Milwaukee here in a minute. Um, mm-hmm. You guys went through a run there where it felt like everyone was just kind of either, um, you know, was was either being held out because of non-COVID illness, Evan Fournier and Terrence Ross, or guys were getting injured. Um, what what was the feeling kind of going through the schedule here as you guys were getting more and more shorthanded game after game? Oh, oh man. So it's it's been a lot of scenarios like that. I would say my past three years been with the Magic, you know, injuries or just some unfortunate events that uh, kind of forces the next man to step up, man. So, you know, our whole mindset was, uh, <clears throat> you know, not just <clears throat> take it as a shocker, but kind of, you know, go out there with the opportunity and show maybe what you can do, you know, as a player to help the team out when the team is down in any way. And I think, um, you know, a lot of guys did a good job responding to that, you know, with us losing some of our uh, top guys to injuries and um, sickness, man. So it's it's been, you know, it's been a process, man. But uh, here we are now, you know, and I think, you know, we got some momentum, a little bit of momentum you know, going into the playoffs with a good mindset, man. Yeah, and I think with the way you guys shot the ball in that game against New Orleans, you can definitely feel a little bit of momentum. We got a chance to see point guard Wes Uwandu last night. That was fun. Um, what was that What was that like for you because you were the primary ball handler, really, for most of the fourth quarter? Is that a role that you mm-hmm. like to be in as the guy that's kind of running the offense? Are you used to that? Um. Yeah, man. You know, um, even going back to college, you know, I played a lot of point forward in college, man, so – 
you know, when it's actively, you know, in the NBA or these games, it's it's pretty cool, honestly, man. Uh, kind of have the ball in your hands a lot more and do a little more, man. So it's fun, man. You know, I, I enjoy playing point guard. Um, you know, just trying to always stay within myself. Like I said, uh, being in a good position to help the team out, but I, I enjoy it, man. I enjoy playing point guard and, and being in that position. Yeah, well, I think I think we're going to get a chance to see some more of it uh, as as we work our way through the bubble here, and of course, uh, in the future mm. for for US. And that was kind of fun to watch last night. Let, let's let's talk about your game because inside of the bubble, you're playing some of your best basketball. Last night, you had 15 points in that win over New Orleans. Uh, what has mm-hmm. it been about? Has it just been more minutes? Has it been just kind of the time off and you getting a chance to maybe work on your game a little bit? What has it been about being inside the bubble that's mm-hmm. led to you, you know, maybe looking a little bit more confident out there, at least from my eyes? Yes, um, it's been a little bit of everything, man. You know, um, the time off, you know, resting our legs and even within the games, uh, getting a lot more playing time. You know, as, as a player, um, I just feel like, you know, I – do my best and you know I provide the most you know when the uh constant opportunity is there the constant minutes man it it uh does something to my confidence honestly man you know when I play a lot of minutes to just kind of play free and you know not worry about too many mistakes man and um you know personally I just feel like it brings the best player out of me uh, you know being in that aspect man um so is it things going on my third year yeah man it's been it's been a long time coming but it it feels good you know to kind of get the playing time and you know kind of see things um you know fall in place for me working on my game yeah and you're you're headed you're headed towards a a big off season actually Wes I I think I would be remiss Mm -hmm. if I didn't at least bring it up um where you're you're looking at free agency maybe you're looking at maybe restricted Mm -hmm. free agency um it has been a great joy watching you these past three years in Orlando. Um, what are what are you hoping happens? I guess um, at the end of this season, and you head into an off season mm-hmm. where maybe you don't know where you're going to end up. Um, yeah, that's the scary part, man. And I think the hardest thing you know about a contract year is not thinking about it. Um, up until this point, you know, I've been doing a great job of just trying to you know maintain my focus on basketball. And I try to worry about that, but you know, like you said, it's something we got to talk about. And you know, at the at the end of the season, like Orlando is my first NBA home, first opportunity given to me ever, man. So, um, you know, Orlando always has that special place in my heart. You know, when it comes to basketball, the NBA, whatever, man. And at the same time, the toughest part of understanding the NBA is sometimes the business. And you know, for me, I hope uh, on the business side of things, everything works out. You know, where it gives me another chance to um, play with Orlando, man. But I do understand the business side of things. And, you know, like, you know, for me, I'm just, you know, trying to stay focused right now, um, you know, play to my best abilities, help my team win. And, um, you know, as soon, soon as that last game over, man, I think everything can start setting in, that it's kind of time to, um, you know, start to, start those talks about my future and uh, see where we can go from there, man. But like I said, Orlando is special. And um, you know, I hope everything works itself out, you know, for the best. Yeah, I you, something you mentioned there. I don't know how you put it out of your mind, Wes. Uh, it would mm-hmm. drive me crazy. I'm such a I'm such a uh, a weak minded individual that I'd be thinking about it every time I'd be out on the floor. Is it difficult, like you mentioned, in terms of getting minutes in a season when you know, hey, I'm headed into potential free agency. I'm playing 18 mm-hmm. minutes a game. Do you find yourself at times kind of thinking, man, I got I got to make something happen? in these few moments because we don't know what the offseason's going to look like? 
Oh, man, that's, I'm telling you, it's so scary right now, you know, especially with the pandemic um, kind of halting everything. Because, you know, we as a team, we was on a good rhythm, man. You know, we had a good rhythm going up by ourselves, going in the playoffs, and then everything happened. But the hardest part, yeah, like I said, yeah, the hardest part is not thinking about it, man. I would say it was a lot worse in the beginning of the season. Um, you know, just kind of um, trying to figure things out going into a contract year and, you know, feeling the pressure. But as the season went along and, you know, I started getting some minutes and regular minutes and coming in, into myself, um, you know, just the the mood of uh, playing basketball, it became a lot easier. You know, my mind was a lot clearer and it just helped me, man. But, you know, I see – hopefully I don't have to get back to that point of worrying about things uh, when the season is over, man. But I don't think there's no running from it. <laughs> no. No, there's no running from it. I, I, like I said, I don't know. I don't know how you put it out of your mind because it would be the only thing uh, that I would be thinking about. Uh, so at least, at, at least you guys have a few more, a uh, few more weeks left in the bubble there because you're headed to play yeah. the Milwaukee Bucks in the first round. Obviously, the seven mm-hmm. seed was the goal. I would have liked to have seen you guys. I'm not going to make a comment on this. I would have liked to have seen you guys play Toronto to get another shot at Kyle Lowry after that foul on Aaron Gordon. But I'll stop right there. Mm-hmm. I won't. I won't say any more on that. That's all. That's all I'm going to say. Um, did now I got to ask? Did Kyle Lowry really give him his room number? Did Kyle Lowry give him his room number? Yeah, yeah man. I, that's the thing to do nowadays. That's the new bubble trash talk, man. You just start your room number, you know. So it's uh, but yeah, man. You know, that's a part of the game. You know, guys get going, the competitive spirit. You know, you start talking here and there. And the, the good thing about it is everybody can hear it on TV now because it's really no fans, you know, to cover up the talk, man. But like I said, it's it's a great feeling, man. It's it's good to be here in the bubble and, you know, playing basketball right now. Cough once if the foul was dirty. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. There we go, Wes. I like it. Okay. Okay. Had something in my throat right there, uh, man. Hey, it's those pancakes, man. It's those pancakes. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Um, let's 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 talk about Milwaukee here a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. You guys are gonna the the four games this year against the Bucks were not ideal, obviously. But you guys, it's a clean mm-hmm. slate. Um, you guys have had a chance to see Milwaukee play inside the bubble. They have not been as as formidable, I guess I would say. Um, inside the bubble as they were during the regular season. What's your outlook on that series as you guys head into it? So, uh, you know, man, with the circumstances, you know, no fans, no no home court advantage, um, anything is possible. You know, I see every game being competitive, and why not, man? We're the underdogs. You know, we're going to hit with the mindset of pretty much the underdogs and nothing to lose, man. And when you're playing like that, I think that makes the series – Ten times more competitive. Like we know, we know nobody's gonna pick us to beat Milwaukee. But in our, in our minds, man, like being the underdogs, we just we gotta go out here and play for each other. You know, play hard and try to sneak some wins out of here, man. And who knows what can come out of it? You know, who knows? You just think you just gotta always keep that in the back of your mind, man. You know, going into these games, there's really no big advantage. You know, I, with with any series in the playoffs, I, I feel like anybody can be beaten. You know, this year, which is why it makes whoever's the champion is going to be so special, man, because it's, uh, it's tough circumstances right now. What's it been like getting yourself kind of ready to play a game without fans there? So many so many players talk about feeding off the energy of the fans. Obviously, when we're watching at home, I'm getting the fake crowd. I'm getting the NBA 2K crowd noise, which they've gotten better at, but still it's it's weird to, to listen to. Um, 
Is it just antiseptic in the arena there? Is it quiet? What's it like playing in the game without any fans? Uh, it's a little different, man. You know, they have the crowd noises and um, the virtual fans behind us. So, man, it's, a, it's like new times almost, man. But kind of reminds me of um, when I played Summer League, my first rookie summer in the uh, Magic Jump. You know, it wasn't no fans. It was just pretty much team personnel and, you know, a quiet gym of just basketball, man. And it's kind of kind of the same feeling I get now. Um, but, you know, like once you're in a game and you're playing and, you know, the, the clock has started, I think the idea of, like, fans being there kind of goes out your head. Um, like, but, you know, it, we do miss the fans, man. And, of course, we want to see them get back in the gym. But, um, you know, once you're out there and you're playing, it's kind of – all about basketball yeah it all just kind of falls away um right. yeah I, I i i i do get that you kind of have to lock in at some point in time um wes i th- there was one thing i did forget to ask you about here um you missed mm-hmm. the first game inside the bubble you were in the concussion protocol that was just it was a scary fall um for yeah. you against the lakers and you said in a tweet that sometimes basketball knocks you out did you were you really unconscious on the floor when you fell down there oh <laughs> uh, Honestly speaking, for about 10 seconds, man, I I didn't know my whereabouts, man. Yeah, it, it happened so fast. And, you know, luckily I had, they got me off camera, man, because it got, it got pretty bad, you know, after I walked in the locker room. I um, threw up a few times, man, and I was like – I was just out of it probably for about five minutes before I kind of, you know, finally came back into like a, a full consciousness of, um, you know, remember what was going on, man. But, yeah, it was scary. You know, I'm glad nothing worse came out of it. You know, just a little mark on my face that pretty much went away, man. But, yeah, it was a scary fall, man. So I'm just happy it, was, it wasn't worse. Yeah, it was scary to watch. And, of course, uh, we're, we're, we're glad that you're okay, glad that you're back to playing, of course, and you're playing some of your best uh, best basketball inside the bubble. This is, this is a Lakeland Magic podcast, so I need to ask you at least one question about mm-hmm. Lakeland or I think I violate my contract here. So, uh, I <laughs> – I do want to look back to, you know, you played nine games with Lakeland. I, I remember all nine of those games because I was a big fan mm-hmm. of the draft pick when they made it, and I'm not just saying that because mm-hmm. I'm talking to you. Um, mm-hmm. What do you remember about your, your nine games that you played in Lakeland in, in 2017? Of course, they, they had just started the team. That was the first year. So what do you take away from that time you spent there? Uh, it was awesome, man. You know, I think – Lakeland, I would say, was the place that really, you know, helped me out with my confidence first coming into the NBA. Um, and I remember my first game playing with Lakeland. I think it was the first home opener, man. And the energy in the building. I think we played the Cannon Torch, if I'm not mistaken. You did. Kendrick and, uh, Perkins was on that team. Kendrick Perkins. Yeah, shout out to Kendrick Perkins. He was over there playing, man. But, you know, just from that moment on, being in Lakeland, it was special, man, because, um, you know, they – the people out there, you know, they had welcoming arms, um, you know, coming out there playing, and they brought the energy. You know, the energy was there, you know, for it to be considered. Um, you know, G League, they really care about the team, man. It was special. So, you know, my time in Lakeland, you know, gaining that confidence, uh, meeting new teammates, man, and just actually getting some uh, nice run was, was uh, real special for me. Yeah, I remember that. I remember those nine games. I, I'll never forget that game against Canton and, and Kendrick Perkins, which was just odd to see him down there. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, I, was, I was like, what? That's 
schedule practice over there, man. Like, <laughs> I don't remember who it was, and 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 I don't want to speak ill of Perk because he's he's media scary now too. He's got that gig with ESPN. Oh, man. He's going at everybody. Yeah, um, for sure. Somebody somebody went right down the floor and finished over the top of him with no fear, and I was like, okay, um, Kendrick Perkins. Um, that's that's not the old Kendrick Perk. That's not the old Perk. That's a different Perk. I I do remember that. Oh man, <laughs> shout out Kendrick, man. Seriously, Perk, don't come at me. Don't come at me. Uh, Wes Uwandu, man, I'll let you get back to your pancakes and your, your turkey bacon and stuff. And obviously, good luck in the series against Milwaukee. I'm hoping you guys um, prove everybody wrong. And uh, we're hoping to see you in, in Orlando for a long time, man. Appreciate, appreciate you joining us. All right, man. Thank you for having me.